0: Hello and welcome to the Holy Sisters Podcast. I'm Carrie. And I'm Heidi. And we're so excited to be back this week. Uh, we just want to rem- remind you to follow our Instagram account, Holy Sisters Podcast. And also, we have an email where you can email us any uh, episode suggestions or feedback, whatever you want to do. Um, that's also holysisterspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also send us a message on Instagram. Whatever you want to do. So I thought we'd start out today with a funny meme I saw. It, it was posted by a Mormon uh, lady. And it was from... There's like... People do Instagram accounts for the Come Follow Me curriculum. And they're really popular. Um, if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's kind of... Like, they reduced church down to two hours a couple years ago. But they made this program so you did Sunday school at home. (laughs) Basically. So, another extra hour. Another extra hour just at home. They outsourced it, basically. And it's called Come Follow Me. So, this this quote was from one of those accounts. And it basically said um, that Satan one of Satan's biggest lies is telling you that more happiness comes from sin than following God's commandments. And so we were talking about this, just how silly it is because there's such a wide range of what people consider sin, right? Like there's like murdering someone like, yeah, no, that's not fun. Right. And then there's like, Going and having a simple drink with your sister, like that, makes me really happy. Fun, happy to do that, right? Or some, or something very tiny, like taking somebody's gum, <laughs> or or going to the store on Sunday. Yeah, or or you know, Sunday brunch. Yeah, with your sister, and how, and and also saying that that Satan's lie, <laughs> like. I don't know. I don't know if I ever believed in Satan. Did you? I did. You did believe in Satan? I think I believe. Yeah. Like, did I you? I don't think I do anymore. Okay. Like, did you Definitely. Be... I was scared of Satan. You were scared of Satan. See, I always thought he was, like, some really abstract. I just don't know if I ever believed in a literal Satan. Like, I did believe in a literal Jesus, though. But not a literal Satan. Yeah, I believed in a literal Satan. Okay. All right. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, some people, but they think, you know, that's one of Satan's lies and that he actually lies to you. Like, what does he do? Yeah. Come and talk to you. That's what I was just thinking is, did Satan say that? He sent a text message. (laughs) Satan doesn't even have a book or anything like the Bible. He doesn't have a podcast. We do. But (laughs) like, you know, God has like, you know, holy scriptures. Satan doesn't have anything. They're make they're putting all these words in his mouth. Poor Satan. Give him a break. Yeah, where did he ever... Where is it documented that he said anything? Right. That's what I... Huh. That You're right. Satan doesn't have a book. He has nothing. Okay. Alright, so we just sort of thought that was funny and kind of plays into what we're talking about today because he's... Satan's a little bit a part of this. Um, we're going to talk about the plan of salvation. So... We were looking at this. And sorry, I'm a little bit I'm i I'm getting over a, a little cough. cold. So I'm gonna be coughing a little bit today. So uh we're talking about planal salvation. We have in front of us the diagram. Okay, so do we wanna go over this Let's diagram? Let's go over the diagram, yeah. Okay. So the first little uh circle on here is the pre mortal existence. And mm-hmm. so this is what we were taught, right? Yeah, so there's this pre-mortal world. And then the the next um layer on this, I guess, is um so between the pre-mortal existence and earth life, <coughs> there's this you're taught about this veil. And it says veil of forgetfulness. How so convenient. Yes. So <laughs> you're taught that you go through this veil and you're born, you know, and then you're you're on earth and you you don't remember anything, mm-hmm. you know, veil yeah. of forgetfulness. Then from there, from Earth Life, you know, which is a very, we're taught that is a very small portion of your, um, I guess. Oh, that sounds like a blip. It's like a Earth, blip. Earth Life is so it's tiny blip. compared to before and after. Yeah. Yes. So then there's death and you go enter the spirit world. Yeah. So then, from the spirit world, so hey, you dying actually, go... I'm not you dying okay so I'll, I'll from listen. the spirit world, it says resurrection, yeah, Do we get resurrected, yeah, so we believe everyone will be reunited with their bodies in a perfect form oh <laughs> i i I'm not hundred <laughs> percent sure I, I understood Heidi, that Heidi's like <laughs> she's like, oh, <laughs> like it's just a I thought we were going to be remain spirits. So we're actually going to have our physical Well, body you're back. in the spirit world for a while. See, so you're in there for a while and then you get resurrected. And I guess I didn't understand this either because after resurrection, uh-huh. okay, okay, now that I understand that. All right. Final judgment. So there's four, four things here. Yeah. There's the, the top kingdom, which is, you know, that's where you must go. That's mm-hmm. that's the goal, right? Celestial Kingdom. Well, there's three. Okay, so there's three kingdoms. Okay, and this is this is this might be a deeply weird Mormon shit moment. Well, because because other religions don't believe in this separating into three kingdoms thing, and that you can earn them. But as a Mormon, you need to make it. Yes, to Yes, but as a kingdom. Mormon, this is what we were taught. Because like, the terrestrial kingdom is the middle one. Yes. And then the celestial kingdom yes. is the bottom one, but there's also one more place you can go. Outer, dun, darkness. Dun, dun. Outer darkness. Outer darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess what I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I'm wondering how long you're in the spirit world then. I know that I know that they have time frame, frames on it. Um I don't know either. I that's a that might be a good question to ask. So then you, but do you expert. get your perfect body even if you go to outer You do, darkness? because you, yeah, because you're resurrected. Everybody's resurrected. Like, that's oh. just a freebie that everybody gets. Wow. But then you get judged. And that's kind of Mormons say, isn't that wonderful? We think, you know, no matter what, you get this resurrected body, which I guess, yeah, it's great. But, um, yeah, the three kingdom thing, like, that's not something... All religions believe. There, more religions are like uh, heaven, hell, right? And so that's one thing that sets Mormonism apart. We believe that you can obtain a degree of glory. They call these degrees of glory. Like they compare the celestial kingdom to the sun. Terrestrial is I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't oh, want to go there. Is the terrestrial the moon? Telestial is the stars. I'd rather go to the telestial. And outer darkness is just like... That sounds nice, too. It's like dark and chill, man. But (laughs) I know, but the telestial or even the... I don't want to go to the burning (coughs) sun kingdom. Where you're wearing, like, garments and white stuff. burning up. That sounds like... And doing eternal temple work. Ew. Yeah, Yeah. the the other ones sound pretty nice. Okay, so we're going to kind of go through um, just some little paragraphs that just describe what this is about we're going to go through this and make comments and stuff so i'll start with yeah so okay this is the plan of salvation in the premortal existence heavenly father prepared a plan to enable us to become like him and receive a fullness of joy the scriptures refer to this plan as the plan of salvation the plan of happiness the plan of redemption plan of mercy the plan of salvation is the fullness of the gospel. It includes the creation, the fall, the atonement of Jesus Christ, and all the laws, ordinances, and doctrines of the gospel. Moral agency, the ability to choose and act up for ourselves, is also essential in Heavenly Father's plan. Okay, I have to just laugh right here because <laughs> they, they said in the first paragraph, in the premortal existence, Heavenly Father prepared this plan, Right. And then they go right into saying moral agency. It's kind of what we talked about in another episode. Like, what is agency? There was kind of a question about that. Like, it's agency as long as you're following the plan. Right. Right? Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, because of this plan, we can be perfected through the atonement, receive a fullness of joy, and live forever in the presence of God. Our family relationships can last throughout the eternities. So, okay, so Mormons from a very young age, we are taught that there's a path to follow. There's a lot of words used talking about this path that you need to stay on, like the straight and narrow. Do you remember that, Heidi? Yep, hold to the rod. Hold to the rod. Yeah. (coughs) Hold to the rod, straight and narrow path. Like God is, follow the plan. Follow, yeah, like you follow, follow this plan, and that's what's leading you back to the celestial glory. With God, oh, and you can only live in the presence of God in the celestial kingdom. Okay, once again, that sounds better. And be like, with your families kingdom. forever. But I don't know if we're gonna get in more into this later. Probably will. If you're in the celestial, if you're in one of the lesser kingdoms, you cannot go up you cannot it's a one-way elevator it's a (laughs) one-way well however if someone's in the celestial kingdom they can drop down to the lower kingdoms right right and visit you yes so there is something you told me yeah you talk about when i was uh leaving the church 20 plus years ago this is one of the things that was on my mind that kind of worried me I'm thinking what if what if this is really is true and I'm wrong you know Mm -hmm. and I'm like I want to make sure I can still see my family that was really the only thing I I cared about because the church I I was done with it I didn't believe it but I thought what if it's really true I won't see my family again and then I got to thinking most of my family is probably going to the celestial kingdom and the thing that was super comforting to me is I knew for sure for sure that everyone would, uh, come down and see me. So that's what made it, I don't know if I want to say easy. I, it made it easier for me to go ahead and break away because I knew that, you know, I knew Carrie would come down to the telestial kingdom and see me. I probably would have been down there all the time. Right. (laughs) So that's what made it okay for me. I'm like, Oh, I can still, it was like a little loophole. I still can see my family. That's kinda sad too to uh-huh. think that um your family would all be given this other glory. Yeah. But Oh, well, they'd still come visit me. Like yeah, I was in okay. prison or something. I was okay with it. I'm like, it's not like we all live in the same house right now anyway. Yeah. So it'd yeah. be just like it is now. And everyone would come see me for sure. Right. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I would have. I mean Yeah. So Okay, so, um, so you are, so talking about this, this, this says here, you, and by the way, this is from like a, a lesson manual. I got this all from a lesson manual. You are a participant in Heavenly Father's plan and your eternal experience can be divided into three main parts, premortal life, mortal life, and life after death. As you come to understand the plan, you find answers to questions asked by so many, where did we come from? Why are we here? Where did we go after this life? That's a huge missionary tool right there. That's kind of something you're taught to it kind of hooks people. But I think a lot of people think about that, right? Like thinking about their existence and or if they didn't think about it, now they are. Now they are thinking about it. But you'd use that like to hook people in and then you'd you we actually on our on the mission, your mission, you actually have I don't know how missionaries do it now, but when I was out, it was super popular to actually have a little plan of salvation kit. You'd make these laminated pieces. They kind of fit together like a puzzle. And you'd lay these out on people's tables. Like all the kingdoms and all the arrows pointing to where you go. And, so, and you'd just like explain this whole plan of salvation to them. And you'd really emphasize being together with your family forever in the celestial kingdom. Sounds so nice. But they failed to mention family members that knew they weren't going to be there, Mm -hmm. which I think that's, we kind of talked about the dark underbelly last week. That's the dark, the dark underbelly of the plan of salvation. I think. Okay. So premortal life before you were born on the earth, you lived in the presence of your heavenly father as one of his spirit children in this premortal existence. You attended a council with heavenly father's other spirit children At the council, Heavenly Father presented His great plan of happiness. In harmony with the plan of happiness, the premortal Jesus Christ, the firstborn of the Father in the Spirit, covenanted to be Savior. Those who followed Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ were permitted to come to earth to experience mortality and progress towards eternal life. Lucifer, or Satan, Satan, yeah, another spirit son of God. Okay, so right here, this is really funny. Another thing, all the stuff that other religions think we're weird for believing kind of fascinates me. So, okay. I don't they know think if we're... I realized that Satan was a spirit son of God. Yeah. So, so right. So they, we actually believe that Satan and Jesus are brothers, right? Wow. But other religions think that we're psycho for thinking that. Didn't know that. I don't really care. I'm kind of like, whatever, you know, it's not big deal. But... Yeah. but you did. You said you just didn't realize it either. Huh. Anyways, he became Satan, and he and his followers were cast out of heaven and denied the privileges of receiving a physical body and experiencing mortality. So we believe there was kind of like this war in heaven, and people had to choose one side or the other. And the people who decided to go with Satan like never got a body and never got to come to Earth, but two thirds of the people. Decided, so if you, so, pretty much the saying by being here, you've already decided. Like you already like we know you decided. Yeah, but then you passed through the veil and forgot everything. Yeah, conveniently. Throughout your primordial life, you developed your identity and increased your spiritual capabilities. Blessed with the gift of agency, you made important decisions, decisions, such as the decision to follow Heavenly Father's plan. So they're pretty much saying that everybody who is on earth right now... Yeah. Even though you don't remember it, Mm -hmm. you chose to follow Heavenly Father's plan. Right. So by being here, you're a, you're a follower of Heavenly Father. These decisions affected your life then and now. You grew in intelligence and learned to love the truth and you're prepared to come to earth where you would continue to progress. So mortal life, you are now experiencing mortal life. Your spirit is united with your body, giving you opportunities to grow and develop in ways that were not possible in your pre-mortal life. This part of your existence is a time of learning in which you can prove yourself, choose to come unto Christ, and prepare to be worthy of eternal life. It is also a time when you can help others find the truth and gain a testimony of the plan of salvation. Okay, life after death. Life after death. When you die, your spirit will enter the spirit world and await the resurrection. So that's what we were talking about before, too, like that waiting period. You enter the spirit world and await the resurrection. At the time of the resurrection, your spirit and body will reunite and you will be judged and receive a kingdom of glory. The glory you inherit will depend upon your conversion and your obedience to the Lord's commandments. It will depend on the manner in which you have received the testimony of Jesus Christ. I... Th- <laughs> so that's pretty horrible because the majority of people on this planet don't believe in Jesus Christ, but I guarantee you... You think the majority? Well, I not the majority, but I think a big percentage. Okay. Like think of all the people, like the Muslims and stuff. Oh, true. I, I shouldn't have said majority, but a huge percentage of people don't even believe in Jesus Christ. And... It kind of discounts but saying that that's really all that matters is that you accept Jesus Christ like you have to it doesn't 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 matter how good of a person you are or how good of uh, life you've lived or how you've treated your children. It's just like whether or not you accepted this plan that we've already forgotten through the veil, right right, so. So, blessings through knowledge of the plan. A testimony of the plan of salvation can give you hope and purpose as you wrestle with the challenges of life. You can find reassurance in the knowledge that you are a child of God and that you lived in his presence before you were born on earth. You can find meaning in your present life knowing that your actions during mortality Influence your ter- eternal destiny. With this knowledge, you can base important decisions on etern- eternal truths rather than on the changing circumstances of life. You can continually improve your l- relationship with family members, rejoicing in the promise that your family can be eternal. You can find joy in your testimony of the atonement and the Lord's commandments, ordinances, covenants, and doctrines, knowing that He who doeth the work of righteousness shall receive his reward, even peace in this world, and eternal life in the world to come. So I, Wow. Yeah, I think that is, that's kind of what draws people, that all sounds very nice. Oh yeah. I think that's what draws people in, you know. Yeah. And you don't really hear, you know, pay attention or even know or hear of all the, the weir- weird shit you know you're just listening to all these blessings that you're going to get right when you're initially hearing about it but right. you you obviously knew and believed that you were going to go to a different kingdom right right yes and you kind of accepted that like as, yep i like that was fact that was truth that was what was going to happen to heidi yeah. and i was i was totally good with so it so how long did you think that Oh, I guess until, I mean, I, I guess until you decided to leave the church and I started rethinking everything. (sighs) Yeah. I, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I believed it. Okay. This, this whole last 25 years or whatever it was, I wasn't a hundred percent sure if I believed it, but I thought if it's true, if it's true, I'm going to the celestial kingdom the rest of family's going to the celestial kingdom, and I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I'm okay with that because they'll visit me, and yep. I like it better. <laughs> and I guess I never thought about it again. This last year and a half or two years, I've been rethinking everything, and now I don't even believe that there's kingdoms. Okay. I there's a lot of things I don't even know if I believe in at all anymore. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, but for that time frame. When I was like, oh, I, I don't know if it's that I don't believe it, it could be true. Yeah. And I just had to accept that that's where I was going. So you just, you felt like you would be separated from yep. everybody else. Like you and I'm like, what's so bad about that? Like half our family lives in like you just a different of, state. It just kind of felt like you were going to be living in a different yeah. place. Yeah. Okay. so. And we could still visit you. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't come visit us. But I knew that you guys would be (laughs) fine with that, and you would be like, it's okay, I'll come see you twice as much then. (laughs) Because you can't come see me. So we'd be cool celestial siblings. Yeah. I knew it. (laughs) I was 100% positive. That's the only thing I was sure of. And I totally, if if it had all been true, and I would have gone to Celestial Kingdom, I totally would have visited you a lot. Yeah. So, you, you knew that. Oh, 100%. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's super interesting and kind of interesting to hear your take on it of having believed that for so long and believing that you wouldn't be going to the special kingdom. Well, and That's I figure really what's different about that, The you know, the afterlife than what's, yeah. how is it any different than right now? We, at, sure. at the time, I was the only one that didn't believe in the church. Mm-hmm everyone else did so same thing in the afterlife everyone would be believing i yeah. wouldn't and yeah you know i guess my faith journey was so different because it's more like i believed all that and then i didn't it was just yeah. i didn't i didn't have like this 20 year span of like oh, well, maybe it's true yeah i was i wasn't sure and some of the stuff i still feel like I hope some of it's true. I hope we don't, I hope we don't just die and that's it. I, I entertain the thought of being reincarnated actually, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't think that would be totally shocking if that were possible, but also, you know, I mean, I hope we get to see dad again. Oh yeah. Me too. Me too. I feel like, so let's, let's, let's stop right here and we'll talk about this after we do. Let's take a break. And do our bullshit hymn. Bullshit hymn. Okay. And then we're going to talk about this more because okay. it's super interesting. Okay. So our bullshit hymn today is one that's probably the most popular hymn. Right. Right. But we'll, sadly, we're going to do what we do with all bullshit hymns. <laughs> <laughs> so, and kind of tear it apart. So um, I'm a child of God. You learn it day one. Everyone knows it. And you sing, sing adults, children, everyone sings it. So let's sing it, Heidi. Okay. I am a child of God, and He has sent me here, has given me an earthly home with parents kind and dear. Lead me, guide me, walk beside me, help me find the way. Teach me all that I must do to live with Him someday. Okay, so and we might read some of these other verses, but um I mean that that is funny because it kinda brings back like, oh yeah, it's really sweet Most of the, of the hymns are, are like yeah. really sweet and stuff, but kinda then, like what we talked about with like Christmas music. Yeah. It kinda brings back those memories and stuff. It was almost kinda hard to call this a bullshit hymn, but right. okay, first bullshit part about this. Mm-hmm. Is, um, has given me an earthly home with parents kind and dear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Luckily, I feel like we had parents kind and dear Mm -hmm. for the most part. But for the most part. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't as clear cut as that sounded. Yeah. But I will say, lucky us. Lucky us though, But then we were talking earlier about Mm -hmm. um, how horrible, there's probably people who don't have parents kind and dear People that don't even have parents yeah yeah and how terrible is that and it's telling you right in this song i am a child of god and he has sent me here has given me an earthly home with parents and, kind and, and like dear. he's doing that because he loves you so yeah. what are all these other people just trash yeah. that's like just and once again like You know, our mom is the most kind and dear person I know. Like, this is true. You know? Yeah. Yes. Lucky us. Which Uh I never even thought about this until you brought it up. Yeah. But I know there are... I I actually had some really good friends in high school who didn't... Their home lives were not good. Yeah. And I wonder what they were thinking when they sang this. No wonder it was all magical for us. Right. And this is like the hymn of of Mormonism, right? And then when it goes on to say... um, lead me guide me walk beside me help me find the way again we always need god to help us find the way going back to like we're not you're not your holy self like you need the holy ghost to guide you you need some outside source to teach you all that i must do to live with him someday so you have to like prove yourself so yeah. that you can go be with right. your heavenly father and go go to church do all the things they tell you to do. go to church have callings have you know have a family do all the study go to seminary do all those things because the goal is the celestial kingdom right so um do you see any of those other verses that okay i am a over? child of god his promises are sure hmm Celestial glory shall be mine if I but can but endure. Ooh, that one's not very nice. <laughs> because, um, so it says his promises are sure, but they're, they're sure, but they have, they're very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're conditional. Right. Because celestial glor- glory shall be mine if. If I, but can endure, which means doing all the things, doing all the things perfectly. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, this was kind of weird for me. I didn't think I was going to, I know, because this is kind of a sweet hymn that we, we grew mm-hmm. up on. We sing it all the time. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of okay. stuff that's just not fair. Here's another one. Okay. I am a child of God. And so my needs are great. Help me to understand his words Aww. before it grows too late. It's a scare tactic. It is. So you're being forced. Like, if you don't understand this and live it, it's going to be, be too late. Too late. You're going to eternal damnation. Satan. Yeah. Eternal darkness. Which I kind of like. I would yeah. rather be somewhere where it's dark. Me too. I don't like the lights. Anyways. So maybe we'll be reincarnated as bats. Yeah. okay. bats. They don't even have. I don't even think they have eyes that work. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> they fly around in the dark. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. So, um, anyways, that was our bullshit hymn, and, uh, yeah, so I think we should go back to talking about, um, we are trying to talk about what we think now. Yeah. Which, um, is pretty fascinating, because I, I, I hope that I see family after this life, too. I would yeah. like to see dad and grandma and, yeah. um... You know, we're all gonna die sometime. Of course I wanna mm-hmm. see my family. Well, and I hope like we get to see each other you know yeah. have some sort of existence together. And you know, there's probably a couple of people, like friends that I'd like mm-hmm. to see again. Yeah. Do you feel this need to like have to know? No. Okay. I I don't either. So I, I'm just yeah. curious because I think like some, I know some people like that surety. Like they have to know. Exactly what's going to happen, but I kind of have found, especially since I kind of I went from fully believing to not believing much at all. I feel more secure in my relationships, my earthly relationships. Yeah, with people, they're they're sweeter, they're kinder, they're more genuine. Well, and I now than they were before. I'm focusing more on the present because it's the only thing that is sure to me. Yes, is like I'm. I'm here and that's, Mm -hmm. this is real. Yeah. And everything else, whether you say you believe it or not, it's, Mm -hmm. you have no idea. You can say you, you know, you have a testimony and you know, it's true, but you, there's no scientific evidence of that. Yeah, It's like our guarantee is what's right in front of us. Right. So I, my focus is on the here and now. Right. So, yeah, I agree with that too. So Um, there was something we were going to talk about at the beginning, but I think it's going to fit in really good at the, for the end of the podcast. So, um, last night, well, yes, I don't know what time yesterday, um, David Archuleta put out a really sweet post. It was a really, um, it was like an Instagram video or something. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, he talked about, he came out um, as like asexual and bi a couple months ago, but this video went more in depth. He talked about um, just how what he'd been taught in the church about his sexuality, how it had caused him so much shame in fear and how that was, he was just really raw and honest about how it made him feel. Cause he was, he was taught all of this stuff too. Right. And it makes me think of that last verse of the, I am a child of yes. God. His promises are sure. Mm-hmm. Celestial glory can be mine if I can, but endure. Yeah, And he was kind of talking about yeah. that in this post like thing, you know, that's what he was taught and he was kind of taught that was the only way. Right. But, He also realized that God must have made him the way he is. And he's, like, the kindest person. Like, if you've ever listened to him, like, it just seems like he can't even lie or manipulate anyone at all. Like, that's not part of who he is. Anyways, he was just saying if God made him this way, surely he'd want him to be happy. And he'd want him to experience joy. But he... Couldn't see a way to make that happen with what the church had been teaching him, and it was it was so sad. Yeah, it was, and he even talked about how he he tried dating girls yeah. and um and how how just miserable it was for him mm-hmm. and wow how it was miserable for him and unfair to the girls mm-hmm. and I and the church but, does but he teach was that. and he was but he was trying to do. What God yeah. wanted him to do. You yes. know, he's supposed to marry, you know, get married, married, have a family. And then he did say something very interesting. I loved this part of it. He said he was talking to like an ecclesiastical leader about like getting married and stuff, you know. And he was saying how the church has come out and said they've been kinder towards LGBTQ people. But that's only to a point. Right, like they look at him and say, "Tell him that, yes, God made you this way. But you can have these feelings, and the feelings are okay. You just can't act upon nothing them. nothing else." Right? And he was saying, he was saying, but that's it's weird. so much more than just sex. It's like, what? How did he word it? He said, "It's, it's, it's wanting to be with somebody, like." Wanting to do all the things that you would yeah. want to do with your significant like, other, having them meet your family, go out to dinner, going out hands, to dinner, going yeah. to a movie, right, uh, uh, going on adventures together, living life with them, yeah, yeah. And he was saying that that's just, and so all of that's all part of physical relationships as well, like all that right. other stuff. And so pretty much you can't have any of that because that's wrong in the eyes of the church. And, um, he realized this, he realized, and he says this all in this, this story that he posted, um, just realizing how unfair and unkind, um, and how he just doesn't believe that anymore. Well, and something super sad that the church teaches, and he mentioned this in his, um, video is that, you know, well, you had mentioned where it's okay to have, you know, the, Feelings, you know, the homosexual mm-hmm. feelings and all that. As long as you don't act upon them, but these people are promised that in the afterlife, that will all go away. So right. in the afterlife, he'll be attracted to females. Yeah, you know, that—that's what we were talking. <laughs> so taught. he can have a life here that celibate, where he has feelings for males, but not act on them. And then in it's the okay. Hopes. He'll be quote unquote fixed. <laughs> and he'll be attracted to females and then he can be happy forever yeah. so this so. life which is kind of what this <laughs> this says it's um that heavenly if father he has can us- but endure yeah celestial glory shall be his if he can but endure so oh, man so that it that really is again back to the dark underbelly mm-hmm. of all these things that are supposed to be feel good yep um and and for some people, I'm sure it was feeling good because their life kind of lined up with all of this. They some had, people, it does. They yeah. had parents kind and dear. Right. They've, I mean, it's just everything, you know. And some people, I think, try to make it appear as if that's how their life is. Mm-hmm. And they're a little bit, fa- not everybody, I'm not generalizing here, but some, a lot, of, probably a lot, try to make it appear as if they have all these things correct. Right. And that's why they are so blessed. That is why they are so happy. And if you would but believe in Heavenly Father and his plan, mm-hmm. you would be as happy as. And the thing is, I think you can have like many things that are messed up in your life and still have a good amount of joy and be happy. And it's just yeah. part of life. Right. You know, and that's the other thing. I don't think you have to have everything perfect in one way. And I think you can still be incredibly happy right well and I that's something I saw with you as you went through your faith journey like so many years ago and we we like got married at the same time we had kids at the same Mm -hmm. time our kids grew up together so it was very interesting for me to see you were experiencing the same happiness I was yep it wasn't any different there was there was kind of a a weirdness I think because I was a member and you weren't um it didn't it didn't prevent us from being like close and friendly with each other but it kind of felt like there was this I don't know a little bit of a divide like a little bit like I was a member and you weren't yeah like maybe you felt the divide more than I did maybe I don't I think I did I think in the very beginning there was a weirdness for Mm -hmm. me because I was the one leaving yeah but After a few years went by, I, yeah, I didn't feel Yeah, And I, and I like, I like never looked at you and was like, oh, her children are lost. (laughs) I never felt that because I was seeing in real time that you were having like these fulfilling family relationships and Mm -hmm. outside of the church. Like it was, it was, it wasn't abstract for me because I was witnessing it in real time. Right. And so, um, yeah, I just, I, I hope the best for David. Um, he's going through a lot, but it seems like he's kind of realizing all this stuff too. Yeah. He, he really was honest and raw. Well, and, and we were talking, he's finding Holy David. He's finding Holy Yeah, David. He's listening he to him,
1: yeah.
0: his, his, um, inner holy self, his inner holy self. Mm-hmm. And so that's, and uh, that makes me so happy. If um, people can realize that, um, that following following yourself and what's good for you mm-hmm. and what's good for your family and good for your life, it makes it makes navigating life so much easier than following some plan that may or may not have been set for you in right. the pre-mortal existence that may or may not have happened. Right? We don't know. Right. Yeah. So... Well I think that brings us to the end of yeah what we're talking about today um I really liked that episode that was yeah that was that was interesting for me i I kind of talked about some stuff I hadn't thought about for a while me, me too that was interesting so okay um just to remind you to uh, follow us on instagram we put put some try and put some funny things out there i I try and post i I'm the one who has as the access to the account so I try and post something like once a day or just to keep keep everybody either laughing or thinking about about things and uh we'll 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 keep that up it's kind of fun um please engage with us on that page we'd love to have conversations and uh, let us know let us know how things are going All right. Well, I hope everyone has a good week. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.